Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and I got a few messages from girls, got really, really confused because the podcast that I did previous to this one with Vicky Masita, I said Jasmine Anderson. So I just wanted to clear that up quickly before I go into the actual like bulk of what this episode is going to be on. But I did that episode before I got married and I've only just put it out. So that's why it says Anderson. That is my maiden name. I'm actually officially Jasmine Jeffrey. So now that's out of the way, let's get into this episode. This one is going to be, it's kind of inspired by kind of my own experiences that I've had. It's not even been recently, to be really honest with you girls um, and guys. It's been from years, years and years and years of thinking that friends or even family members that I thought were going to be, you know, my close ones forever. You know, you have this expectation that the friends that you make are going to be the friends for life. Um, and that's what you hope. But sometimes that doesn't always work out. Sometimes it doesn't go the way that you want it to. I can remember two or three girls that I was really, really close with when I was younger, even in teenagers and you know, I don't speak to them anymore. Um, things happen. It's sometimes it isn't someone's fault. Sometimes you just kind of grow apart. People come and go. Sometimes it's the right place, at the right time. Um, but the reason that I want to really do this episode is I think sometimes, well, I found this anyway. I think I found this from. I think that's through the life choices I've made from going to university, going abroad for a year. Moving to Manchester, starting up my own business, starting my own podcast, um, moving away from kind of full-time work into creating my own sort of wealth in that sort of regard. And even competing, I you do find that the decisions you make inside and outside of the sport aren't going to sit well with people. And some people can't even, like, help themselves. They will just automatically make that reaction or make that response or make that remark without even thinking and respecting the fact that it is your choice. And there's a distinct difference between voicing an opinion on a decision that you're making purely because they care, um, and maybe they have some sort of expertise in that field or something like that, but when they're purely making a reaction or a comment just to spite and because they're only insecurities, I think that's when it's really, really hard to swallow. At the end of the day, the one thing that I have learned with friends, especially when it comes to fitness and competing, is that you are growing as a person. Like you are continuously growing and you are on this journey of self-development and improving yourself. And sometimes that's not going to sit well with people. Some people will not be able to handle that change around them or seeing the change in you potentially because they want to be able to change themselves they think they can't do that so they get very envious of you and actually like we all know that anyone is capable of changing it's just getting your mind in that right prime spot in order to do that but people I see this so much with my clients I see this so much with people that I speak to and I find this a lot of myself and you hate to say that word dead weight, but sometimes when you're growing, there are certain things that are trying to pull you back down or trying to make things harder. And it's so true, you know, when you're trying to have a balloon float up, if you have more weight on that balloon, it's not going to fly up into the sky. It's not going to go as high as it wants to. 
And you do sometimes find that with friends and family is that you're trying to hold on to people that maybe are not, you're not maybe the same person and maybe they're not the same person when you first got together. So I'm just going to throw right into my own experiences here. Um, When I was at university, well, to be honest, ever since like teenage years, all the way up to maybe 21, 22, I was the full on party animal the single one, um, I was drinking all the time, wasn't, never really, like, I was into fitness a little bit, like, I'd go gym, like, here and there, but I was never, like, following a plan or food, like, I would just eat whatever, like, I was not the person that I am today, and that's natural, it's natural to grow and become a different person, but I've still got friends who I personally think um, are still not been able to fully adapt or accept that I am not that same person and I guess I haven't got those same priorities anymore so I would rather save free 400 pound I was gonna say quid then but I realized some people won't understand what quid quid is not currency um they don't understand when sometimes I have to sacrifice things it's not even a case of sacrifice it's just prioritizing so if they want to go on a big night out there are so many reasons why a big night out sometimes doesn't suit me anymore. So whether it's I'm on prep, and I can do it, but I don't know if you girls have been there. When you've been on a night out and you're still having a great time, like it doesn't matter whether you're drinking or not, but everyone else seems to have this massive thing about you not drinking, about you not joining in. And it's that whole, it goes back down to that whole primal thing of being in a group and doing the same thing if you're doing something which is slightly different, like, you can be ostracised. And that's the same with everything, in like, even in society. People that do things which are outside the grain are completely ostracised and isolated to a certain degree because people don't like people that are different. That is kind of a very instinctive thing. Back in, pri- like, back in caveman days, you had anyone that was different was pretty much killed. <laughs> and that's still... Obviously, we don't get killed, hopefully, um, not these days, but, you know, that's still, that primal thing that's ingrained in us is still, it's still relevant today, and it's still seen today. There's going to be, I like, I have found personally that people that want to be there, whether you're in prep or not, will be there. You should not have to justify yourself constantly. You shouldn't have to constantly make, feel like you have to literally explain and justify every single action you're doing and why you're doing it. Whether that's if you've got £300 to spend on something relating to your prep or something relating to this big night out that you might, potentially you might have done in the past. But again, I don't think this is actually, sometimes I, I've i been going through this myself recently, going, are these people not friends with me anymore because of prep, because of the lifestyle I live? Or is it because of that? Yeah, I've got married a lot quicker than a few of my friends. I'm in a house. Yeah, I don't live with my parents anymore. I kind of think, is this prep related or is this... Like, in terms of the journey that I've taken or is this because of people get old? (laughs) Yeah, we're all getting old. We're getting to that point. Um, Some people might be listening to this and they're 19, 20 going, oh, my God, like, I'm so far away from this, which is, like, great. Go for it. Have fun. (laughs) But... Yeah, the, sorry, the point I'm trying to get at is I've been struggling really recently with this because I thought, I've tried to kind of find the reason, like find the reason, like why, why are some of these friends who I 
absolutely adored, spent so much time with, like, and I thought, is it because of the lifestyle that I'm in now, in terms of, you know, I'm married, all that sort of thing, or is it because they think, oh, well, she can't go out because she's on this diet, or she won't be as much fun, and I, I like to think I'm pretty much the same, um, I actually prefer myself sober, I think I'm a bit of an idiot when I'm drunk, um, some of my friends will be able to vouch for that if they're listening, but, yeah, that's been something I've massively struggled with. And when I speak to other girls and guys, it's a similar thing. That's when you start to see girls saying, I've met some of my best friends in this sport, in this industry. It's because it's really hard to find people that do the same thing as you. And this is why any event, any meetup that you can find, I honestly would advise going to it because this sport, this industry can be isolating in itself, especially when you potentially might live in a place which is quite rural and you know, the actual possibility of meeting someone that's A, into fitness, B, might follow a plan, or C, actually compete, is really, really small. It's super, super small. Like, I can imagine, easy, that so many of you girls and guys have got people in your head. As soon as I've been talking about this, you've been just going, oh my God, yeah, like, Andrea does that, or Katie does that, or whatever name, or whatever person. You're thinking, yep, yeah, that person, that person. is like, but what do you do from that? I'm in a very, very difficult position where I I honestly do, and I've thought so long about this, and I thought, why is it that I'm not... And this happened, actually. Like, this is something that isn't new to me. This happened when I was at university, and I actually hadn't competed at this point, and I was just slowly getting into kind of the lifestyle of exercising and the diet and all that sort of thing. But I instantly saw... A difference from when I first stepped into competing and stepped into fitness. Slowly and surely, all the mates that I thought were mates didn't invite me out to stuff. And I called someone out on it. I said, "Oh, you know, like you guys are going out for this, this, that. Like, what? Like, is there a reason?" They just go, "Oh, we didn't, like, we didn't think you'd want to come because of like your diet stuff." And I thought, "Oh my god!" Like, I don't know. It was I understood it. But I had to kind of say to them, you know, I I still want to go out and do things. Just because I do what I do, it doesn't mean that I still want to do the things that you do. Like, we're still kind of very similar in that respect. And sometimes when you explain that to a friend, they will either get it and then they don't. If they don't, then they're showing their true colours and they're not able to adapt and mould and grow with you. If they do, then, my God, you need to hold on to them. Like, there are two, I can easily think of two of my friends that, interestingly, I, they've, I've known them the longest. Um, I've known them since, well, I've known one of them since I was probably 13, 14. And I knew another one when I was 17, 18. And doesn't matter what the, whether I'm in prep or not, whether I can eat a burger with them or I'm just sitting in my decaf coffee, it doesn't matter things haven't changed. And those two girls are really showing up for me at times where, you know, I'll be really honest with you, last year when I got really, really stressed out with wedding, house move, Joe getting poorly, um, I full on, like, had to call two of my mates and say, I need to be, like, I honestly was so, so stressed out. Peak week as well. Like, it was just a really, really hard week in so many regards. Um, and that took a lot for me because I thought, oh, they're just, I don't know what how they're going to react to this. But sometimes you have to, like, it's, it sounds harsh. Sometimes I feel like prep kind of tests 
it tests relationships, but it tests it tests friendships as well. And especially if they haven't got kids at this point or anything like that. Like, there's a lot of things that are coming up for all of us that are going to change our lives and change our lifestyles and change the way we are. Um, and if that person or those people are not able to grow, adapt with you, then as hard as it is and upsetting because, you know, you think of all those good memories and you, you're kind of hoping that those good memories are going to come back. But if that person or people are causing you more hurt, more anxiety, or waste, kind of, to be honest, wasting your time, if you're wasting more of your time having to justify, having to constantly message them, then that is not a good, like, you're worth more than that. And the big thing that I say to people is, unfortunately, you have to lower your expectations of them, but raise the standards for yourself. The standards as in what what you are willing to, I guess, put up with and what you're willing to really not. And there's a few things that I'm like, yeah, like, you know, water for duck's back, I'll let it go. Um, But there's a few things now, it's like, if they're... It sounds really, and again, it's brutal as hell, but if my friends are not willing to be there, whether I'm in prep or not, then what does that say for everything else that happens in my life? There's going to be times that things are going to be great. I could go out here, there and everywhere. There's going to be times that I've had to pay out car insurance. I've had to pay out whatever. There's going to be times where, you know, I've had a really expensive month for my business and I'm not going to put myself in an overdraft or put myself in a financial difficult a very difficult financial situation just because my friends want to go out on this big holiday. That's a big thing that I've found probably the past two years is that my holidays, my like big extravagant things that I used to do when I was younger has reduced massively. Um, And to be really honest with you, it's because like I look at my bank account, I think, well, I can either spend that money on doing something which is really going to long-term help me, help others, or... It's going to be a really short-term thing and I'm probably going to sit there the whole time feeling guilty and thinking, oh, like, I shouldn't have spent all that money. And there's going to be friends that get that and friends that don't. But your friendship should not be based on the extravagant big things that you do. It should be based on those really great times that you have when you both have, you know, you you both don't spend, like, no money. You go out for a walk. You go out for a like, literally, like, a Diet Coke. I remember me and my friend, like, we went out for a tap water last year because I just spent loads of money on the wedding, and I said to her, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was like, I've just done three shows back-to-back. I've got a wedding coming up. Like, the best that you're going to get from me is a tap water. And she was like, do you know what, babe? She goes, I'm so glad you said that. Let's go for a tap water. And do you know what? That was the best evening I had in such a long time. Sometimes people think that money is going to bring you the biggest kind of reward and sense of happiness. And sometimes it doesn't. I think it's good when you have those moments with your friends that are not based around these big extravagant, or even like relationships or family, whatever it is. Sometimes it's just the real core basics of spending time with people and listening to them and them listen to you. And, you know, you're laughing about things going tits up on that day. And that's what it's about. It's not about, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to meet up with that person because they are because they can't eat or because they can't drink. I've even said to some of my friends, I've got two, I'm eight weeks out or whatever. Like, if you don't hear from me, don't take offence. It's just my brain's gone, like, out the window. They're like, yeah, that's cool. 
And they're like, oh, do you want to meet up? I'm saying to them, yeah. And like, my friend even butted in and goes, Jazz, you don't need to explain yourself. It's cool. Like, sometimes it's just nice just to sit with someone. And that sounds really, really sad, but that's the truth. It isn't this massive glam thing sometimes. Um, and it's not with my friends, well, my close friends, I'm going to say. But yeah, that's something that is very, it's something like these things that I've mentioned in this episode. I can guarantee, and I think I'm learning this a little bit more this year, the problems that I have or the issues that I hear of, they happen to literally everyone. Well, not everyone, but like so many people around you are probably having those same difficulties with those friends or that relationship or with themselves. But people are just not, you know, it's not in our culture to openly really talk about them. So... It could be the case that you just completely, you're you're able to just cut them off and be like, yeah, bad bitch, like, go, whatever. But sometimes that process can be a lot harder and a lot slower and a lot painful, a lot more painful. Um, but the biggest thing that I would kind of have in the back of your mind is just prioritise yourself and your energy and your space. Um, because that is probably the biggest thing that you've got and that's your biggest assets that you have. And if you don't protect that, then you've got to think, what effect is this going to have on me? What effect is this going to have on the goals I have? Or the relationships I've already got around me, or your family, or, you know, all those things that matter to you. You've really got to protect it as much as you can. And that doesn't just go for friends and the circle you have, but it's your environment, it's what you let in for our social media, the things that you listen to. There are so many factors that you need to protect, and... And friends can be a really, really, like, they can be your biggest asset or they can be your biggest drainer. And if you're someone that's trying to hold on to a friendship and trying to make that effort because you're hoping that you're going to get back to where you were, sometimes that's not going to happen. One thing that I have found is by stepping away, like, I've had to do this so many times, I've stepped away and gone, no, I'm not going to keep, like... I'm not going to beg someone. I'm not going to keep asking someone. I, in my head, I always do the free strikes. So if I ask a friend three times and I don't get anywhere, I'm like, right, I won't speak to them. I won't message them because I've gone, right, I've done free strikes. When they're ready, they'll come back. And most of the time, they end up coming back. Whether that is a week later, a month later, a year later, or five years later from what I found, which was very, very strange. Again, this might sound like I'm being an arsehole, but there was one friend that bailed on me on my birthday um, when I was at uni. Didn't tell me. They were bailing. <laughs> Planned this whole thing, all that stuff. Didn't message her. Then five years later, she pops out of nowhere, and I literally turned around to her like, look, I wish you the best, babe, but it's five years too late. And sometimes it is, but that is fine. That is fine to have that high standard of yourself and actually know your self-worth. It's all well and good trying to be the nice person, but if that means that you're jeopardising yourself and jeopardising... If you can't protect that, then what does that say about you and the self-confidence and the self-value and the value you have in yourself? That's how I kind of put it these days. I, I used to be very much like the pushover and my mum always used to say that you're way too soft. But now I'm like, no, you can't keep doing that. You can't keep letting someone walk over you because they're a friend. I always think this, it doesn't matter whether they're blood or not, it's how people treat you. And if people can't treat you, of course, none of us expect 100% perfect gold leaf-like friendship. 
relationships. It never works. But there's a certain level, and if they can't meet that, then be sure of yourself that that's absolutely fine if they've not met it. If you've tried to breach that conversation with them and said, I really don't mean to be horrible, but what you said really made me feel uncomfortable. If they can't get that, then there are plenty more people that would love to be around you. I can guarantee you that. There are probably so many people that think, oh, like, I'd love to be able to be, like, you know, spend more time with that person or chat to that person. So, there you have it. (laughs) That's literally come out of just the conversation I've had today. So, those part-time friends, they're fine to have, but it might be a case that you know in your head they are your friends for a certain time and place, but in other times they're not. Lower the expectations of people or friends that make you feel more negative emotions or feelings than positive, and raise the standards for yourself. Don't feel like you have to keep friends around just because they've been friends for so long. If they're causing you so much negativity and not supporting you and you feel like it's an unbalanced friendship, either raise that with them or slowly and politely and respectfully distance yourself and focus on protecting your own space and your own positivity and your own energy. People come and go all the time, but you can't stop growing and you can't stop your life or waiting for that other person to catch up. You've got to keep going on your own journey and the people that want to be there will be there. The ones aren't, they're meant, I honestly do believe that they shouldn't be there. The sooner you realise your own self-worth and your own self-value, the easier that becomes to actually implement. So I hope that has helped some of you that might feel quite isolated a little bit. I guess frustrated it's more, it is, I think it is a mixture of frustration and disappointment and sadness when these sort of issues happen. But this industry has really brought me some of my closest friends. They really have been a godsend. A lot of people that I've met for this industry have really got me through some hard times. Um, they know who they are. So yeah, I hope that's helped. If you have liked this podcast, please do leave a review. It honestly means the world and it helps get this podcast out to more people. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. As always, have a wicked week. Don't let anyone try and bring you down. Protect yourself, protect your own energy, protect your own space. This has been your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, And this has been the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast.